spark the silent pack. <laughs> and we back. Boy, it's quiet as hell in Anyway, welcome back to the broadcast. Um, yes, sir. It's your boy, Brick. It's Aventus on the mic. The Godfather. It's your girl, Die. Top cat. And we in this bitch. Um, so this is going to be the first installment of a interview of the broadcast. Interviews of the broadcast. And uh, in the hot seat, starting off. It's your boy, Brick the Martyr. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. Real CBD shit. Yeah, man. So uh, I would like to. I'm trying to get our sponsorship game up, and I've noticed that my castmates are they like to indulge in THC from time to time, but I get very bad anxiety, and Why I can't handle business out there like because that. y'all do it on the microphone, nigga. Mm. You so, put your own business out there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. I decided to invest in some CBD hemp, and I found a local CBD dispensary in Baton Rouge called Cypress Hemp. And he is so not high. I'm so not loaded, but this bitch, it burned beautiful. Hey, man, let me let me smoke that. Let me see what you're hitting on, bro. Facts, bro. You know, pass that around. Yeah. Right now, I'm smoking on the strain of Blue Dream hemp flowers. It has less than 0.3 THC in it. So this is this is this still considered the Trump pack, or... Can we not call that? It would that? probably be the Pence Pack. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, cool. 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 <laughs> that would probably be the Pence Pack. <laughs> so why are you smoking this again? Honestly, it kind of helps my anxiety a little low-key. Like, okay. it's literally like I'm not high, Yeah. but I'm very relaxed and calm. Look at his face. Niggas is like, I taste smoke, but I'm not high. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So let me stop you right there. Yeah. Because I've definitely, I used to have a jewel. And I had the CBD oil in that bitch. So yeah. I, I was smoking on that for a little while. So it's like I understand what's what's going on here. It's just um, well, I'm, I'm just listen, I'm just listening to your explanation as to why <laughs> you smoke. Because yeah. it's just like you know, as an as for as somebody that also deals with anxiety, I want to one. I wonder how much how much you've actually put into like figuring out like the root causes of your anxiety. Like His what existence? is it that. What is it that like really that really like ticks you like? Uh, what sets me off? Yeah. Oh, I'll be a little shit sometimes, but sometimes it's like I, I'm one of those people that gets in their head when it comes to oh the little ashtray. Yeah. When it comes to simple shit, I overthink things. Yeah. So one of the things I tend to overthink is if we're having an event of some nature, or I make a plan in my head, and even though I'm so used to thinking of the worst case scenario, I think the most perfect outcome in my head. Right. And then it will always go sideways. Oh, uh, so it's like... It's like simple shit like that. Like, yeah. I've locked my key in my car doing shit. I've lost my car in New Orleans. Oh, well, you be... But you also... I feel like... I feel like I relate to what it is that you're talking about. But I think that... I think that you probably live a little bit more reckless than I do. So maybe that is why. Okay. I was sober on both of these times, locking my key in my car and losing my car in New Orleans. Yeah. I do not believe that's the reckless he's referring to, but... um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not even a little bit. But yeah, that's just a little little insight into anxiety. Another thing is, uh, I don't like disappointing people. Ah, see, that's that's, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, that's yeah. probably that's probably the more common one because I definitely had a. I was talking to my friend about this, um, and I feel like I'm in a like I was on the other podcast, and I guess just in in general, me conversation, uh, talking to people in general. You know, that's like one of the things about 2020. It's just like I've been in a space where it's just like 
I've been learning so much about myself and shit like that. So it's just like whenever you say that you uh, letting people down, like I also I relate to that heavily. Um, and I got a few other friends that. So it's just like, yeah. Okay. Can I can I actually stem off of that? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so when it comes to disappointing people, like you said, that's relatable. Who, if not who, when was the first like moment or like engagement with someone that you were like thoroughly focused on not disappointing them? Like it's not that you were looking forward to disappointing them, but you were just like, I specifically don't want to disappoint this person right now. These hoes. (laughs) I would say my parents before these hoes. Mm. Your mom or your dad? (sighs) My dad. Surprisingly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fernando. Yeah. Okay. Can you please explain before you go into why the relationship of you and your father? All right. So my relationship with my father is always like a, honestly, it was never weird until I hit like high school. <laughs> like now looking back at it, shit was not really weird. Well, that's really, that's whenever you really step into like who you are. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's exactly, yeah. exactly what my folks be saying. Yeah. So like literally that's all it was. It was like literally... I was born in Lake Charles, uh, 98, and it was my mom and my biological father. He's a dumbass. He's still alive. <laughs> now, he's not dead. It's not like I don't know this nigga. He's just like, he is a flight risk to humanity with his intelligence alone. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, I've asked you before, like, are you are you ready to put the put put, some, put the put nigga on? under? <laughs> because you're talking flagrant, you know? Nah, like, look, this nigga tried to take me out too many times, and I wasn't old enough to take, like, deal with it. Hey, who the fuck is this? What is that? No, continue with what you <laughs> So one of the stories I did not know is like, my uncle was telling me like, yeah, when you were a baby, you didn't wake up for a while. We had to take you to the hospital. You didn't know what to do. And my mom finally told me the full story. Like, yeah, your dumbass dad gave you a tablespoon of medicine when you were like an infant. You were like three days old. He gave you a tablespoon versus the little half a teaspoon you needed. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> I thought of all the shit. I did remember where this nigga could have actually killed me and yeah. it didn't. And I feel like he just gave up. I feel like he was trying to purposely get me out the paint for the longest, and he realized this nigga's not dying. Oh, you got real beef. So when I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, man, like, hey, I understand, cause like I feel like my uncle, I feel like my uncle at at some points was definitely like trying to fuck over me. I mean, I definitely have a history of like. Apparently he like hit me with like a frying pan or some shit like that. I remember this nigga being in jail. I sent that nigga. I sent that nigga my Game Boy Advance. Never seen that Game Boy Advance since that point. You sent him to jail? That it. That nigga. That nigga an op. Op uncle. Op. Op family members. That's that's real. Okay. okay. Oh shit. Okay. So. With your biological father, it was just weird the entire time because that dude's stupid. Yeah, he would do dumb shit, but I would hang with him up until he started working and he did like commercial marine shit. Mm-hmm. But I've always known my stepdad for a long time because yeah. he went to school with my mom. So once I was like a toddler and shit, my mom would bring me to college with her. Mm. So I knew I knew him before he married my mom. I knew him before they had twins. <laughs> So so can I say he waited till she made her I won't say stupid but stupid mistakes first. Honestly, I'll I'll give you the fun, the full breakdown. My 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 stepdad, my dad, I call him my dad. He is only a year older than my mom. He went to McNeese before my mom did. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, my grandmother decided to go back to school, so they were classmates. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, Your stepdaddy mm-hmm. is classmates with your grandma? Because she went back to school. That's wild. Yeah. And that's how he ended up meeting my mom later on. Hmm. 
So was he trying to clap grandma? No, or nigga. Like, oh, all right. I was about to say, because... He was like, yo, she was always fucking annoying. <laughs> Damn, okay. She would never listen to this podcast. <laughs> Damn, grandma. He wouldn't say it like that, because my dad is very respectful. I always tend to... Spice up shit. I'm the yeah. I'm the anger translator. I'll say exactly what you're thinking, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say all 52 words you said to be nice about saying fuck this person. Nah, this say fuck this nigga. Oh, so you feel like a real nigga is what you feel like? <laughs> That's what you're saying. No, I feel like. <laughs> oh, okay. But, Flagrant. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So he ended up meeting my mom the year later when she came to that school, and then that's how he found like he found out that through knowing. My grandmother, but seeing her around that one day, like, so who is this person that's always bugging you? Like, my mom. And that's how they ended up meeting. So shit like that. You like, yeah, you because your your dad felt sorry for your grandmother whenever she would look for me. He was like, she's over here. <laughs> like she would like, was like, yeah, I saw her here when she would be like trying to like be a college student. Oh, type shit. Okay, that makes sense. That makes type sense. Shit. Yeah. So. Grew up with him around. I lived next to like my family for a while. I don't like So literally, I've been going to school all my life even before preschool. Oh, damn. So you were like the kid that was always brought to the college classes, the baby that would cry in the middle of lectures and shit. Mm, I was crying. Oh, okay, cool. But like, I would go to college lectures. Then I went to preschool and we had like early dismissals and shit. I would be in the college courses too. So I'm learning whatever the fuck they're learning and then go and play with blocks and shit. Oh, that's what's up. So, do you think that, like, that ever influenced you? How, do you think that, like, influenced you in any type of way, I guess, in, like, your endeavors or anything like that? Like, is there anything that you, like, remember from them from the points in time that, like, uh, really stuck out? Music a lot. Music is very, is a big one. It's a big thing. Another thing is computers. Because my parents happened to do SGA when they were at college in the knees. So, they had their own office and shit, so they had computers. So, before... So before niggas even knew, they using like fucking delete pads, still using chalk and shit. I'm already on the computers learning how to use this shit. So I've been around technology since before I could stop wetting the bed. And I was pretty good with it. Okay. And when when did like your parents or your mom specifically decide it was time to move from Lake Charles to Baton Rouge? That happened a little bit in like uh, 07, 08. I moved here in summer 08. My mom used to work for uh, FEMA. Mm-hmm. So what she did was they were closing the office in Lake Charles. So they were like, there's an opening in Baton Rouge. And my dad worked at Cinemark back then. So he just transferred to the Cinemark out here, which was fairly new. Then he started working for the government out here too. Then he ever bring popcorn home? Fuck no. But no, he did bring back, and he, like he still has some shits, but they were worthless now. Hmm. There, there's these things that they used to give you when you went to the movies called rain check. So like, if you had any type of inconvenience, niggas wouldn't shut up. Or back in the days, that like the actual film would catch on fire, so the like the movie just stops, shit like that. Hmm. Any form of inconvenience that you complain enough to the manager, they give you a rain check, so you can come back and see the free movie. Why my dad had like the fucking like ignorant rapper band of rain checks. So if the manager he didn't know wasn't there, he's like, yeah, I got rain checks. <laughs> so we saw, I've never paid for a movie till I started hanging out with my friends. Real shit. So I didn't. True that. Because even back then, I remember we got into a couple of them bitches for free. 
<laughs> a lot of the people out in BR, my dad in, ended up eventually training them to their position. So they were like little yeah. concession boys, not in managers. And he, he knew them. And they, he would walk in and just be like, hey, Orlando, it's your kid. Yeah. Fucking right. All right, yeah, y'all good. Just let him do the door. Hey, we're there, I don't know how long. He was like, I remember you. Yup. He never brought me up. He good. <laughs> yeah, nigga ain't been there for 10 years. Yeah. So that's that's up until you what got to Baton Rouge, yeah. So you got to Baton Rouge, and you know your moms and stepdad they were were they together at that time? They were married. They got married in Lake Charles. My my mother and father never married. Yeah, but my mom and my stepdad they got married back in like oh two oh one. The twins were born around then too. I have two younger brothers and shit. So when the twins were born, were you like mad jealous when they got here? No, I didn't excited? get. I, all right, I was only mad about one thing. I thought twins, I didn't understand how twins worked. I knew there was two of them, but I expected that it was always going to be one boy, one girl. Oh. <laughs> I got two of these little snot-nosed niggas. Put one back. Like, okay, cool. Another thing was they arrived early. So these niggas were supposed to probably be uh, January Capricorns. Mm. They fucked your whole Christmas up? Wait, they were Capricorns? Yeah, they're Capricorns. Oh, you, that's literally like spawn of yeah. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> they were born the day after Christmas. Ooh. So my mom went into labor on Christmas. Ooh. They literally fucked your so whole Christmas up. They stole, Christmas. stole your whole Christmas. And they'd be asking me for shit for their birthday. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's the type of shit. So. Okay, well, so you get to Baton Rouge and mm-hmm. your people together. Yes. What was the hardest part from acclimating? You can describe Lake Charles however you want, but acclimating from Lake Charles to Baton Rouge. One of the hardest things is, uh, even as a kid, I met, like, traffic. That and Lake Charles isn't as diverse as any other place out here other than New Orleans. So New Orleans is very diverse. Baton Rouge is very diverse. Even though we can say it's not, it's much more diverse than these small towns in Louisiana. Yeah. There was maybe three Asian kids and two Hispanic kids in my elementary school. Oh, I can count how many other ethnicities other than black were in my school and how many were of them were there when I lived in Lake Charles. Dead mm-hmm. ass. Yeah, it's like out here, what we have a very wide Vietnamese uh population <laughs> in Baton Rouge. I don't know what the fuck. You know what, never mind. That's the we um don't sit the fuck down. Yeah. Uh well that and I was never gifted in Lake Charles. Oh shit! So your like education totally changed once you got out here. Yeah, my mom did some foul shit. It's fun, funny as fuck now looking back at it, but that's some weird shit. Trauma. <laughs> yeah. Will so, it incriminate her? It's, no, it's not. No, it's not like nothing illegal. <laughs> okay. So when we moved out here, the place we lived, we were not in district to go to. Uh, okay. That's not legal. That's Man, not that's legal. A, yeah. Okay. And that's was one of your kids getting gifted. They can go wherever the fuck they wanted. The school that yes, we were in district for was horrendous, mm-hmm. and she saw the quality of the school. So one day she just brings me to this building and I know what the fuck's going on. She's like, hey, Nathaniel, I need you to take this test. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, I'll go take the test. But she grabs me like, but I want you to know that if you don't pass this test, you and your little brothers are going to go to a bad school. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, no pressure He's like, do you want your little brothers to go to a bad school? These niggas in kindergarten right now. I'm in fifth grade. So I was like, I got one year. They got a whole five years ahead so- well, let me ask you this: With you saying that, yeah. do you feel like do you feel like your parents might like like that that type of event definitely like fueled your anxiety? Because I would say that I would say that my upbringing, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been there's been times where it's like shit's been expected of me, and I definitely didn't know what the fuck to do. So it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely I definitely feel I like 
I don't know if I can like in my mind if I can link it back to that, but I definitely remember shit like that. So I guess in a sense it's like I understand that it is traumatic. Yeah. So no matter how like momentary, when parents put the weight on their kids' shoulder, that shit is memorable. It, yeah, it, it hurt a little bit. It didn't seem like a big deal then until I thought of all the shit that could stress me out. And I'm like, what, twenty one when I found out this realization? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, you make you passed it. Imagine telling your kids like verbatim because she's like, "Hey, you need to pass this class, like pass this little test." Basically, what you said, you want your kid, you want your little brothers to go to the hood school. Yeah, you want to become a statistic. Mm. You don't fail this, but you use nice words. Yeah, that's why I'm so used to saying the fuck I want mm. because in my mind, even though you're saying this in a proper, in a proper context or a proper way. Some of this shit doesn't need to be shook to Yeah, you're beating around the bush and you're not really getting straight right. to the point. Yeah, because niggas, niggas' attention spans as time goes on, it only gets only gets like shorter, smaller and shorter. Yeah, I feel that. So okay, I passed to get the test, and my brothers, we all get into Parkview Elementary. Yeah, that's where I meet Norm and majority of my friend group, except for yeah. Dime here in middle school. Yeah. I met Hunter and High, yeah. but like my main core people that I met when I first moved to Baton Rouge, Yo, all, all day from yeah. Parkview Elementary. Day one, yeah. brother. So that was my first time being in a gifted classroom and being outsmarted by somebody. Mm-hmm. And it was literally with no effort. So Lake Charles, even though I was in what was considered an advanced class, but just not in the gifted program. We were still very behind. You said you got outsmarted by a nigga. Yeah, like niggas wasn't outsmarting me like Charles. Like this shit. Oh, like you talking? You talking like test grades and shit like that? Who was this person? Yeah. Oh, the person outsmarted me here. Yeah. The first person where I finally gave up. Uh, what was that bitch name? Because <laughs> it was a girl, Asian girl. Tram. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I knew, that, all right, that sounds really racist, but I knew it was either gonna be Tram or fucking uh, Tommy. Because Tommy was smart as a motherfucker. Yeah. He just didn't talk. <laughs> well, I just had a class with, I was like, my first class of day was with some girl named Tram. And not only because she like, the vibes, fast math. it was the fast math shit. Oh. She's just busting my ass a fast math. I'm just like, we don't even have this shit in Lake Charles. And y'all like making me look like, I don't know the fuck is going on. I'm, they looking at me like I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm really just, just getting used to all this shit. <laughs> Oh my god. For those that don't know, Parkview is a private school? No, we didn't go to the private school. Nah. We went to Parkview Oaks. It's this old ass elementary school, like three minutes away from Parkview. Oh, Baptist. the one that's in uh It's that, in the park it's in the, the park, park neighborhood area. Like the okay, like, heard. park this, park that. They're all mm. the, na- the names they, of the streets. They repping sets, okay. Yeah. It's all the right. one that's yeah, not right. the public school, but it makes your kids feel like they could be in a public or not public private school. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's right it's by the Yeah, you got, it's right by the cemetery. You got, got elevated standards and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they wear the pinky out type shit. You know a little bit, yeah. I did not want to go to the elementary school. Of course not. Because it looked like some bullshit. I mean, I mean, to a kid, what kind of school, what school looks, what, what, what school, school doesn't look like, like bullshit? Like, I, yeah. I was a nerd. So I was like, certain things like, I, it was Westminster. They brought me to them like, this look like bullshit. Mm. The one school that I saw, I was like, I kind of fuck with that black principal and everything. It was called Buchanan. Rep. Mm. Nah. I rep Buchanan. I saw Buchanan. I was like, and I, I taught, like, literally, I went on a school tour in Baton Rouge. And I met the principal. And the principal, like, yeah, we a four-star school now, but we be a five-star. Next week, just doing this. So like, I see a lot of potential in you. They showed me the library because I was a bookworm at the time. I saw how big that fucking library was when I wanted to go here. At Buchanan? Yes. Yeah. And I ended up at Parkview. <laughs> okay, that makes sense because I, I actually... Aren't you glad though? Yeah. Because I've been a different breed of nigga. 
So <laughs> you think this is bad? So so what type of so like give me like give me a little bit of your personality what you was like interested growing up and shit like that you know what I'm saying? You said you was into music and like computers and shit like yes. that. So it's just like. What were you, you know, like what you what was, was doing as a kid? Uh, you know, like, no, what you was like doing on the internet and shit like that. All right, so up until I moved to Baton Rouge, the, 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 the CB yeah, yeah. With CBD diesel, yeah. Everybody doing, everybody smoking CBD diesel. Is yeah. this the, is this the shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking you just had one of them things because I was, I felt kind of bad just like smoking your shit. Uh, I got the whole little, that's the little, that's a little something, something that tied us by into the pack line. <laughs> I don't understand. My thing, my question is, oh, man, this yeah. is empty. It didn't tuck all the way down? No. Did you use the little... I did. We're literally smoking silence. (laughs) (laughs) Life's a dirty game. I'm going to just restuff whatever. There you go. Hey, man, was it modern day problems require modern day solutions? Simple as that. All right, sorry. It means cut that off. Continue on your question, homie. Run it back, Chris. I was just gonna ask, like, why the fuck is it named Blue Dream if it if like it doesn't do shit at all? It's based off of the. I'm gonna talk about this hemp right quick and get back to the question. It's based off of which strain it kind of smells like the most and what. <laughs> what it kind of smells like. Yeah. So they got a nigga in the back. He just be sniffing shit. This smell like purple dog shit. <laughs> That's an actual strain that disgusts me. Yeah. Is that a real strain? Yes, that is. But um, what was it? You said what I was like getting into. Was yeah, like, 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 like you know, what I'm saying, like, what type of type of TV show? What, uh, like, like, what's your what's your favorite type of TV shows? Like, what were you watching around that time? Were you in, like cartoons? Were you in, big like, cartoon kid? I was up on SpongeBob, uh, Dexter's Lab, Johnny Bravo, the classics, Jimmy yeah. Neutron, Ed and Eddie. I was watching Yu Gi Oh and WB, Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. Talking about that Kolioko. Kolioko. I had a Kolioko themed birthday before Tsunami. I played Charles. So you were you were a Tsunami kid and oh, shit oh, like that. Magoozy kid. Fuck all that bullshit. Niggas like yeah, y'all old Nick, niggas. Nigga, 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 what? I was a Magoozy kid. I was Nick, a Magoozy kid. What the fuck is a Magoozy? Magoozy <laughs> yeah, is where. They were played Code Lyoko. They were played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all these other cartoons. They played fucking Howl's Moving Castle. They played a- uh, Oh, so you was turned up. Yeah. It that was sounds just, a lot better than WB Kids. Definitely. <laughs> but WB Kids also had like Static Shock and shit. Yeah. But they started getting the cartoons. Like niggas forgot that Teen Titans was on Cartoon Network and WB. <laughs> oh, nigga, this is on Cartoon Network. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking this is Magoo's like some. Is on I'm thinking this is some. It was like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, nah, this had like the little. It, she was like Indonesian, like Polynesian, or some shit like that. With a little squid shit. She was yeah. like, yeah. Magoo, niggas forget about that. Oh shit! Mind blowing. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Very yeah, important. Okay. Another thing was the reason I got into music so heavy. Squid. I don't remember much of the. I don't like I can kind of remember when I first started remembering remembering this shit and one of the first memories of music I remember is my mom saying we can't listen to that no more what my mom used to play Eminem's Slim Shady LP when I was a baby uh, and the first memory I remember about music is her saying we can't play that no more mm-hmm. due to the fact I assume I started saying the words and she finally like oh he's listening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what was your fa- what was your first cuss word uh probably shit uh, uh, I was gonna guess bitch. Nah, mm. bitch was not a word. Oh, yeah, it was not allowed ever. I think I, I think my first cuss word was like I like I like spelled out like ass. I was <laughs> literally <laughs> like I had some issues. Like I remember one time I got my ass whooped so bad I wrote a rap song at elementary school in Lake Charles and I censored the cuss words and someone snitched on me. 
Oh. And they gave it to the assistant principal. But my mom and dad was to pick me up from school. It was like my cousin's husband picked me up. Is that Parkview Oaks, huh? No, this is before I made it to BR. Oh, okay. It was okay. like a year before I made it to BR. Uh, so I was like, all right, so he's not going to snitch. He a real nigga. Call my mom told. Bitch ass nigga. Yeah. The shit was so bad. My mom with my ass was like, your dad's really upset, so I'm going to ass before he does. Oh. He sees what I did. He was like, fuck that. And so what? I got my ass with pipes. So, <laughs> and I had the right lines. What was okay? So what did what what did you do to receive like the the worst ass whooping of your life from your parents? The worst ass whooping the I ever. I think I, I swear to that terribly. Yeah, worst, I was like <laughs> the worst. What did you do to deserve the worst ass whooping of your childhood? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. The worst ass whooping I ever got was on some technicality bullshit. And if this man ever hears it, I really hope you die in your sleep, nigga. Oh my god. So there was a man named uh, Mr. Nestor. Oh, when I was in high school. So like, this is not too long ago. Y'all got my ass with the high school, bro. Because I'm grown ass white man said, I said, fuck you to him in class. I've never cursed out a teacher in my entire time of being. And your mama ain't believe you. My mom was so flustered due to the fact we had a, we had a. The circumstance. A parent teacher conference. And he wasn't a teacher in the conference. It was another teacher. He just walks in and he was like, oh. Hey, uh, Miss Thibodeau, blah, 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 blah. I just want you to know your son said fuck you to me the other day. Exactly. So he said- Wait, just like that? Yeah. He just, he straight up dro- drove by and snitched. Drive by snitching. Damn. Oh, that's a op. You, yeah. you gotta you gotta remove that nigga. That's a stain oh, it's in okay. this world. Yeah. No, the senior be. class before mine, I think put sugar in his tank. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's the- Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember hearing the story. Okay. But yeah, so <clears throat> that- Pissed my mom off and embarrassed her so bad. Her she's a light skinned woman, so her whole skin color changed from yeah. light to red very fast. She left the meeting flustered. Called my father. I didn't get my ass whooped. My dad says, "Hey, baby, go get your nails done Saturday." And this nigga comes out of his bedroom with a fucking boat oar, like you know a paddle. Oh. And he reinforced it with electrical tape and beat my ass with electric like with a fucking paddle and broke it. Like I was drunk. I, I could have been a cute off all this bullshit. I remember this shit. At age like fourteen. You know, I'm 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 hearing I'm hearing like what it is I need to understand about your character. Cause there's just some things that it's just like like whenever I met you at EA, like I would have never expected some shit like this. I knew you was a thrown off nigga, but like that's crazy, son. Yeah. Like like, but I was an asshole. Now that I didn't deserve that. What? I didn't earn it well, at yeah. all. That was no. But some of the other fuck shit I did, I realized once I became an adult. A lot of this shit was from teenage angst. Yeah. Because a lot of the things your parents ask you to do, if you talk to them, it's not that big of a deal. I feel like I didn't get my ass beaten as much as I did foul shit and got away with it. Uh-huh. So you're saying you didn't get your ass like beat enough? Like Pretty much for all the times he got away with something, yeah. those not. few ass whoopings that he got that were bad, yeah. they even out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because if they were spaced out in like very non-lethal ass whoopings, eh. Yeah. But it'd be some fuck shit. Like, okay, I didn't call, I didn't say fuck you to Mr. Nessa, but I was failing classes. <laughs> well, you kind of, so you kind of did say I fuck do, him. Though. I do have a question <laughs> yes. to bounce off of what Chris asked then. Huh? What is the wildest thing that you didn't get your ass whooped for that if you had would have been worse? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, I mean, I, I mean, shit. Like in my, in my mind, I yeah. got one that I know. Like I made him do some shit, or he flushed some shit. <laughs> but let's see what you got. Yeah. All right. So let's let's we'll just say this off my high school. Um, my right, yeah. Was this not? Uh, 
Take your time. Take your time. Mm, yeah, no mm, pressure. No, no, no pressure here at all. Dumb shit, bro. I know you a dumb ass niggas. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember shit. I get my ass whooped. Majority of the shit I would I've done that would got my ass whooped either got me arrested or expelled. So one of the things I could think of top of my head was college to drive me to school at one point in time. So I paid this man to have gas money and alcohol, and I brought it to my school. That was one. That was like freshman year. That was strike one. Uh, I wait. You were a freshman a smuggling freshman? high or smuggling liquor at the high school? Yeah, because I wouldn't drink it. How did we get that? Now that I'm thinking about it. How did you what? Never mind. <laughs> Never. <laughs> like yeah, bro. Like literally, it's just like shit like that. Like anything you could think of other than having a gun on campus, I had. So you were the plug. No, I was just a badass. Well, you, kid. well, you. Uh, yes, he was. Key, yes, he was. So low, low key, low key yeah, a plug, low key a mule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I mule. didn't get alcohol from this nigga at one point in high school. Well, okay. Yeah. So, okay. so that was one of the things. Another thing was I got high at school my freshman year of uh, high school. Yeah. You got I had it. An edible. You ate that was, it. That was my first time ever getting high. So I, I just I, want you to know. And I gave this from being there, yeah from being there personally yeah this nigga's entire demeanor changed after that yeah his whole his whole brain just shifted okay so I could I could believe that I've heard I've talked to some people it'd be like yo nigga had me fucked up though he's like hey bro you gotta break off these do this shit with me no I'm like is you crazy what the fuck is you talking yeah. about it's third that. period <laughs> we got a whole day left what kind of what kind of edible was it was it from like a dispensary was uh-huh. it like some homemade shit it was, homemade. was it a brownie was it, it was a cookie it was called a um no, it was a was it no wafer? No, it was a graham cracker. It was called a fire a, a firecracker. Firecracker. That's what it was. Firecracker. So literally it was this dude, he put Nutella with the butter and then put the actual herb that he got the was able to cook the can of butter with in it. They mix it around, like get a little consistency, they put the weed on the cracker, coat it in Nutella, smush it, bake it, and then wrap them in a little foil, little foil, and like you break, like it's a big graham cracker, so you break them in the force, mm-hmm. and every little bite had a nug on it. Is this a white or a black dude? White boy. Okay, all right, okay. Everybody yeah. that- He was the real plug. Okay. Every person, oh, you know what's funny? I, I, I yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Long story short, that nigga did some foul shit. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, okay, I understand. I think I know a good story. Um, mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Niggas went to. It's good, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, back to Nate. Um, You had this edible in what class? I didn't even have it in class. I had it in lunch, and it didn't kick in until the end of my math period. So how long? You may have said fuck you to this man then. About, about how long? It wasn't Nestor about him, because Nestor yeah. bitch ass ended up leaving, and they gave him with Bolt. Fuck, nigga. So do you know how embarrassing that was? Wait, what is his name? Whitbow? It was a woman. It was oh. a woman. She was a very nice first year teaching at a public school. Wick. Racially ambiguous woman. Can't can't really say how do you, how do you spell Wickbolt? W I C K B O L T. Oh, Wick Wick Bolt. Okay, I thought I thought I thought I was getting it wrong. Okay. Cause I was saying Wick Bowl. Wick Bolt. But yeah, that was her first time ever teaching public school kids. It was geometry, huh? Uh no, it was no Algebra one. Uh-huh. But they end up swapping the classes. So instead of me taking Nestor again, going from an F and Nestor the first semester, I went from a B in Ms. Wigbolts. 
Well, oh, shit. because she actually gave out work. I wasn't dumb. This nigga just didn't teach nobody. Well, what kind of day were you having where you was just like, I'm gonna eat edible? I'm gonna eat an edible. Like, on the last day. <laughs> like, like, what, when did, when did, it wasn't the last day of school? It was like a random, so, normal ass well, well, like, Thursday. Okay, okay, but how long had had you been holding on to it before you, like, was just like, I'm gonna do this right now? Like, no, literally. Hold on to it. Yeah, oh, you got it that day, didn't that you? That bitch had no sentimental value. <laughs> so, so you got it in your hands and you were just like, I'm gonna just eat this bitch. They were like, let's go to the bathroom and bite this bitch. Before anyone sees this. Uh, oh, do you understand yeah. why now that I was like, why the fuck would I be eating this with you? There Bro. was no plan. Niggas just walked up to me in the hallway like, hey, fam, I well, just copied yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, cause <laughs> I, I didn't understand, so I just wanted to make sure, you know. That's a smart question, because yeah. guess what? This this dude's niggotry never happens on a schedule. It is always random and it's always unpredictable, yeah. which is why I both love and can't stand this dude. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, you know. Yeah. Okay. Love it, though. Yeah, man. Like, it was, it was very unplanned and plus... I apparently gave him so much weed that he had enough to make extra ones. Cause only be one, he was like, I don't have enough to make four. Wait, you supplied him with the weed for the edibles? Yeah. So you are the plug. Wow. <laughs> you so sat here you sat here and looked at me and told me that you was not the plug. <laughs> but you really plug, the plug. Bro. Nigga. That's not a plug. So Man, that, that was you know what the fuck. All the these things I did all transpired at school. Didn't get my ass because no one found out. What okay. So that's because you had good friends. Facts. That and Y'all niggas, even if y'all said something, this should be gone before they found me. Well, it was less about that, more about why would we fucking kill the golden goose, bro? The golden goose. You like he said it could get anything. And that that was a good and bad thing. <laughs> I mean <laughs> great. I mean I, <laughs> I enjoyed myself. The only person that I didn't like uh, that I was like cool with like that about shit was a dude with sickle cell. I'll shout out to your homie with Sickle Cell. He was a good kid. Great so ass I, dude. I the only time I ever safely try to perk. Wait, wait. How you say fuck a nigga with Sickle Cell? No, not fuck. A shout out. Like two bucks. Oh, like two oh, bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so question. Question for you. Uh-huh. Since we on high school. What's your favorite high school experience? Like, what what is the one thing that, like, stands out to you as, like, the best moment? Best moment while I was part about it was probably didn't happen at, uh, didn't happen at school. Well, it's still high school time. Um, so, yeah. this, this is embarrassingly funny and probably another reason I should have got my ass whooped, didn't. <laughs> uh, I went on a cruise my junior year going on senior year of high school, oh and these niggas smuggled weed onto the boat. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to tell the story. Not me. Just some random people I got cool with that I still speak to cordially to this very day. Did you know that they did you did you go into the situation knowing that they were doing do that or was it just like No, we just made each other like, hey, who like weed? Oh <laughs> they didn't know each other. We like, literally like none of us knew each other unless you were siblings on that what? boat. Well, I fuck with that then. Okay. So okay. like yeah, yeah, we just random teenagers all ranging from age fifteen to eighteen on a boat for about a week. Mm-hmm. Where so, were y'all going to? Uh, like we had a few island stops, but one of the stops was uh somewhere in Puerto Rico. Okay. But okay. in one of the stops, this man, uh, what is it? Not Sancho Pay. They had like Saint Martin, Saint Saint Martin, and all them places. Okay. He picked up a few grams from the islanders. Okay. Bro, I hit the point once. He was out of. No, I was not. I was out of here. I saw someone like come outside. Mm-hmm. And like, what are y'all doing? But there were just other smokers trying to smoke and match, and uh, I ran. <laughs> so, and it was putting the punches on me <laughs> to the to the point to where I didn't want to go back to my cabin. Yeah. So I had to go knock on the cabin door and talk to my father while Smith at and beg for an extension because I didn't want to be my own. My little brother smacked in the cabin on a boat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
And when he came back, he told me this in school. And bruh, I can only imagine you running like this. Blunt runner, bro. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, this man ran from the blood. That's blunt runner. I was like, come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, but what, what, like, I need to see your, I need, to, I need to see your like running form. Honestly, <laughs> I would ask Norman because that's not the first time I did that. No, no, that was the first time I did that. Yeah, but Norm was around for another time. I did that shit, and that was very embarrassing. <laughs> What, what, is it, about? what does this nigga look like whenever he's in panic mode and he's trying to escape some shit and he's oh. running? Like this nigga starts vibrating from head to toe. <laughs> he's just like, oh, I won't be here. You know how the cartoons where their feet start moving but their body still be in place? <laughs> he kind of looks like that. Oh my god. This nigga legs be in motion before his upper body take take part in it, and it's like <laughs> his legs move. And then the rest of his body follow. And yeah. he's young. Like, right. It's great. Oh, I want to also ask at the beginning when you were talking about smoking the CBD and it helping your anxiety. Yes. Does smoking <coughs> THC help your anxiety at all or does it make it worse? It does nothing but increase it by 100. Okay. Very much so. Now, I asked that because I knew the answer to that question. <laughs> the first time I experienced this, <laughs> we I had brought this dude home, mind you. Just random on a day. It, it, he plug, help me get weed, whatever. And I was like, hey, you trying to smoke before you go home? Mm-hmm. We sit in my car and we're parking a lot of his uh, apartment complex and we smoke. They have this window that's mm-hmm. just in front of my car. Shine you glass. Nothing's going on. It's just not shit. Nate looks up at it and was like, bro, I think someone's watching, watching us. us <laughs> and I look up they and they got a food. chair in the window. So I wasn't paying attention to the window at first. So I was like, damn, was that chair always there? Bro, mind you, I'm high school, starting to freak the fuck out. Zoom in, get everything out, brought him home, got home, watching for the cops, everything. Make it back. Next day, I pick him up. They own this nigga. Pull to the, uh, pull to the back in that same area. That chair never moved. That chair was there, stayed there, and did not move from there for like two or three weeks. And I did not let this nigga live it down. Because when I say almost shit myself, <laughs> <laughs> like, because I was like, you live you get arrested and all this shit. I'm right. We were so high, and then from that moment on, I knew I couldn't really smoke with Nate. Yeah, so no, like when I try to do the whole thing, where they're like, "Hey, man, the more you smoke, the tolerance gets better." It never really works well, like you, that for me. Well, are you smoking with people that you just you just don't trust? Do you do you just not trust people? No, it's not. Will be smoking at home in his room and be freaking out. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like, I guess, okay. Weed is just not his his it's, thing. It's not my thing. Like I realized at a young age that you know how people did Xanax for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so I popped Xan. You know, I realized. What if niggas? Realize? No, that you need that. Shit? I might be one of the people that actually need to be prescribed. Oh it. yeah, you probably yeah. yeah. I was gonna say like you, if you're anything like me, I feel like you probably just live on ten. Like that was or, or a thousand rather. Yeah, because it was. I popped like niggas pop a Zan, go to sleep, and say they don't give a fuck. I popped a Zan and felt comfortable enough to give a large speech, like give a speech to a large group of people. Mm. Yeah, this nigga was just operating on normal human function. Like what you like, would think would be normal for everyone mm-hmm. is what I finally felt like. I don't. Oh, I don't believe there's any there's any type of like like standard line of normal normality in, in U.S. society. Yeah, which most definitely not. So you drugged so, up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because cool. like Mike, a lot of the yeah yeah it was weird, but it was like this is dope because okay. I was such a bet that was some shit I did that I deserved to get my ass whooped. My freshman year of high school, my mom was working out of town because of Hurricane Sandy. She still worked with me. Oh, my God. Please just continue. I really hope this is a story. I hope it is. There's so many stories. There's so many stories. Yeah. But one of the stories is 
I went to the medicine cabinet because I had friends with white people. <laughs> and they were telling us, like, hey, man, where you get your Xanax from? Where you get this from? And they were like, just go look in your parents' cabinet. And that's where I experienced Xanax and codeine for the first time. Your people had Xanax, Xans and codeine? The thing was, it wasn't like we were trapping out in a fucking house. It was like everybody was prescribed something. And one time my brother was sick, they prescribed him codeine. They saw a little prescription. Someone in the house prescribed Xanax. They still had half a prescription. Okay, well, 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 okay. So that that makes me that brings me to this question. Yes. Um like who well I don't want to who get was the, yeah, I yeah, don't, yeah I don't want to knock on that if they hear this episode they'll know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about yeah. they're gonna get on my ass but like <laughs> they, they needed Xanax to like um to like chill out I would like, assume but the thing was I also was not a dumbass yeah. I'll read the expiration dates of when they were prescribed to see that if this is still here they obviously don't take this so right I so I didn't take any new shit and I didn't take anything I didn't know what it was okay okay because at the end of the day he knew he would get punished before anything well, else. Knew, yeah, he knew yeah. wiser. Okay. So the only thing I did was overindulge in codeine, and it was only just like one bottle. And all I did was make me sleepy. Nigga was, nigga was off that codeine. It was amazing. Codeine crazy. It was really like amazing. Like, it's something I would like to try it again as an adult, but it's not really, it's no hype. It's no real hype to it. So when niggas like we off lean, I'm like, I experienced this on my birthday. Well, don't they say that shit is like liquid meth or something like that? Liquid heroin. Yeah, liquid, liquid heroin. heroin. That's there what it is. is. Yeah, okay. Liquid heroin. Well, same difference. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, all, they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Where we get that point, it's all bad. Yeah, okay. I mean, you never had a Percocet. Never had, uh, what are the other ones that are like pill, pain pills? Oh, um, Oxy. Never had yeah. none of that shit. Never on an Oxy. What about what about a Jigga? Hey, I'm not Never had a Jigga. Never had a Jigga. So random story, right? Sidebar, I was... It's meeting this nigga, believe it or not, at a Cane's. Oh, it was me no. and Didi. No. <laughs> it was me and Didi. Don't lie on us. <laughs> we pulled up in the parking lot of the Cane's on Corsi, mind you. Yeah. So we like in a good area. Crackerville. Whoa. 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 Relax. Whoa. Whoa. You relax. You just you relax. relax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that out fine. We no, no, don't edit it out. Just put the. It's your interview. You fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all you, homes. Yeah. But all right. So we pulled up, right? Kicking it, talking to shit, da 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 da. This crater faced white bitch oh, walk up to the door. Nah, cause she had me fucked up, bro. We was in high school. Yeah, yeah. We was in high school, bro. Yeah, you walk was, up to the you door. Was scared. Yeah, okay. The window. I'm like, who the fuck is this? So Didi look at me and I'm like, roll the window down. Hey. Oh, yo. Y'all fuck with them jiggers? Oh. And I'm like, see, bitch. See. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I look at Didi again. I'm like, nigga, did she say these words? No. <laughs> she, oh, okay. I mean, you know, well, what you fuck with? You smoke? I'm like, nah. Nah. <laughs> Lying my ass up. Nah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, shit, I'm right over here. Points to this busted down uh, brown van with a surfboard, a ladder, and a bucket tied to the top. <laughs> Packed out <laughs> with a crackhead boyfriend in there who also looks through the window and goes, Jigga man. Yeah. <laughs> Throws up the deuces? I'm like, uh, driving Okay. <laughs> so one of them was probably going to suck your dick for some drugs. <laughs> Something was like. popping up. <laughs> Something was going to happen. Somebody was sucking dick in that. Well, they, that was either that or that was a mobile meth lab because Jiggas is meth. Nigga, we was so, not cooking no meth. We was so shook. It took him like five minutes to pull up after that 
I meet this nigga in the canes. I'm like, bro, I hate you for making me come here. You do not understand. Yeah. I was so what, shit. What grade were y'all in? Nigga, this was freshman year. That's when I freshman year because we're not driving. I was like, that could have oh, no, been. No, 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 wait. Then it had to be uh, like, junior, like senior year. Probably no, senior. junior year. Yeah. Junior year. Yeah, I was like, because that story sounds familiar. I wasn't there for it, but I remember hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I wasn't driving freshman year. Yeah, ju- probably junior year. That shit was so fucking funny. Bro. <sighs> okay, yeah. what, are we going to cap on high school? Honestly, yeah. I mean, like, look, like, you know, yeah, I got man. it. I mean, I got another question. Ask me a question, man. That's yeah. what we hear. All right, right. So here's here's one that I'm sure like everybody wants to know. Okay. You, as one of the founding creators of the podcast, came to, and this is you know insider information for those that don't know, came to Saul, right? Mm-hmm. Approached him, said, "Bro, I want to start a podcast." Saul was like, "Okay, cool, let's do it, bro. I got you." Then y'all approached me. No, you approached me personally and was like, yo, Norm, me and Saul about to get on this podcast shit, bro. You trying to make this go up or what? I'm like, all right, cool. I fucks with both of y'all. I don't know how to run a podcast, but let's do it. He's like, yeah, you know how to work the soundboard. I'm like, yeah, I do know how to do that. He's like, all right, cool. Why the fuck did you start a podcast, bro? Like, where did this inspiration come from? Where did podcast from? inspiration come from? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna fast forward. It's gonna be a lot of t- uh, I say twists and turns in the story, but it's all linear. I would say in about, I would say in- inspiration wise, I would say 2016. I finally understood what a fucking podcast was. But I grew up watching interviews, listening to interviews. You even know the bullshit interviews like DJ Vlad, Breakfast Club, old Hot 97 interviews. I would just watch constantly, watch them interview people on their YouTube and post them. And then by 2016, I'm already driving around. I'm listening to music. And I just see, I'm like, what the fuck is a podcast? I have an iPhone. It says podcast, that little app. I finally click on it. I start exploring. Mm. Homie told me about No Jumper. I see that's available on there. And I start getting recommendations. And it's from there, I'm just like deep into it, just listening to it, seeing how we could do something very similar to what they have to offer in all these other podcasts. There's podcasts talking about crime. There's podcasts talking about bullshit, talking about uh, sex lives, interviewing people, old stories, how to do your taxes. Off of bullshit. And we can do something like that, but better for ourselves. So I was like, Saul, we both like music. We both like clothes. We're not getting any fucking coverage other than what, at that point, Young Boy wasn't popping yet. It was still gay. So I'm like, you get a hot, a hot rapper from Louisiana every five to seven years max. We know way more, way more rappers than that. Well, let's start a platform. Hmm. And that's how it happened. Niggas was listening to No Jumper. Niggas was watching Hot 97. And I worked at Radio Shack at the time, so I knew how to get a fucking hold of a microphone. Hmm. So anything that I thought we needed at the time, I could go get with a weight discount. So yeah. Oh, rip Radio Shack. RP Radio Shack, the best fucking job of all time. Uh, so many stories there too. Shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you had something to say? Sorry. I was gonna say off of that. So I mean, I guess this is the first time I heard it on air. What do you see the broadcast still being that platform for music and everything, or what would you say? As today, the podcast that you started, like, well, how would you frame it, and what would you say? The it's real question. Real spicy shit. shit. What's its purpose? <laughs> what yeah, its purpose? Much, what's its purpose? I realized as I got older that as much as I love music, you can you can only go so far with music. 
because niggas is gonna get sick of hearing the same type of people, the same person. You're gonna run out of things. It's oversaturated. Yeah. So to expand on the content, I see this shit going for a pretty decent amount of time, but I know that at one point in time, what the way I was thinking in 2016 is not gonna look exactly like how it is in what, 2025, but 2016, me would be proud of what I made. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't even think on this level yet. You're like, yeah, nigga, mm-hmm. because you just want to be Adam 22. But now you're looking at Adam 22, now that you're actually 22 and seeing that his shit is not the same as what it was four or five years ago. Like, I'm on some more of a, I would say, versus pigeonhole and niche. I'm trying to go from pigeonhole and niche to buy and conquer. So that's really what it is. Where you trying to, where you, where you taking this, bro? I would like to take us out of state very much soon. Not very soon. Once we have literally, like, like literally, like, covered all areas. Because either we cover all areas out here to where people want to come here and go through us and we're gatekeepers of Louisiana. Like, niggas want to call like, hey, broadcast popping. Let me check in with y'all so I can go to Baton Rouge. Unless we were like that, we need to start taking, making it mobile. Like, hey, there's an artist we really fuck with. Let's fly out to Baltimore, Maryland. Let's fly out to Oakland. People start knowing our names. We rubbing elbows with industry niggas and shit. I'm high key cool with that because I really want to get the fuck out of here too. <laughs> Post that on my story today. What it sounds like to me yeah. is that you have been the plug in your life, but it seems like you're running away from being the plug. But 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 you want to be the plug at the same time. I so- don't like pressure. I don't like pressure. But sometimes you gotta realize that that is called uh, one of the a things gift. I can, uh, a gift and I also dealt with this in other aspects of life is mm-hmm. called not being assertive uh, yeah, drop your like nuts nigga but when I drop my nuts niggas be acting like hey that's too much you know what like it's too much I was like, like, hey, he's, I was like he's right by I, that I, I, I feel you cause you probably you probably do hold back shit that's why I say you probably live on a thousand but you show people that you live in like on ten you know what I'm saying okay you know that's not that's not safe right cause people gonna get confused and be like oh this is some regular regular shit that yeah. I can expect from this like, man like why and, this nigga turned up so heavy over the small convenience I'm like well my nigga I've been thinking the smiles and convenience you've been doing for the past seven okay. years. So let me let me ask this question. Yeah. When, when, when has there ever been a time where you just lost your shit? Like and like like I'm talking I'm talking about no 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 I'm talking about like like Super Saiyan three type shit you know what I'm saying the last time I lost my shit Super Saiyan shit three was what I said well I'm talking about to where I'm talking okay to the point to where it was just like you caught yourself and you was like or is it the same nigga thrice I'm telling you I was was like you're literally showing the definition of insanity bro you keep saying it over and over again yes (laughs) yes let's hear from let's hear from his mouth. The reason one why I had a situation like that where I lost my mind low key on blackout shit was when working for the census. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Foe. Verbatim, <laughs> oh, like nigga, list this year. Well, well, okay, so y'all, y'all his niggas. So like, give me, give me, give me like the funniest story where y'all felt like he just lost his shit. Oh wait, where he lost his shit or where it was just I funny? Because when he loses shit, it's usually not funny. I'm gonna keep it real. Like when he really loses his shit, it's not funny. It's, yeah, I'm about to say not. I got I got two real situations for you. They're not really like jokey joke situations. All the shit that's funny with this dude that I roast him on is shit that he wants to be. Nah, I won't say won't. That he's mad about a lot of the time. But I look at him like, I know this shit not really making you mad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you a quick synopsis. I'm not gonna put any names out, and I'm not gonna tell you the situation about the first one. But my nigga almost caught a charge, and. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say about that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like on some real shit. Oh, yeah. Trying to make a talk- nigga stuff crust. Yeah, we could talk about that <laughs> off mic. Oh, okay. Oh. I- yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I, I, I had that so self had that conversation. <laughs> I had some self. I had some conversations with myself about some some, some reflection. I had some reflections and the thing is, one, I know how crime works, and I know that all the shit I speak about the the word I'm looking for is the statute of limitations. Okay. Has been fulfilled, bitch ass niggas. So, said, I'm pulling up too. So, I'm, I'm shooting from dope. So, yeah. yeah. When I was in high school, I had a coworker that was like an asshole, low key, a bully. But I'm like, I'm not gonna let you fucking bully me. Uh-huh. So, apparently, I said something that's like, I snapped a few times at that job. Like, yeah. my biggest time snapping was not that. It really wasn't that situation. It was we had we were overworked. I'm a new worker, only making seven twenty five an hour, and they put a fucking manager over me that's only twenty one. I'm eighteen, well seventeen. Where where were you working at? Pizza Hut. So we can slam like literally, niggas stomping your chest slam will work. And I'm watching her eat pop tarts in the corner. It's like y'all not moving fast enough. And that was my first time. Other than that, that was my first time doing some fireball level shit because I called her a bitch. I was like, yo, we getting slammed out here. You not helping you fucking stuff and fly pop touch in your face. She said, what? I'm like, you heard me, bitch. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, one, I'm a senior in high school walking to work, not sleeping at all, really. And it ain't having nothing to do with just like, I just had a sleep shit schedule. Wasn't staying up to play video games. Just couldn't sleep. Barely doing my work at school because I'm trying to stay afloat. And then going to work for 725 an hour for your punk ass. Make pieces. Make not not even just pieces. The wiener dogs, nigga. Wait, are you the thinking wiener? this or did you say all? This? No, I ended up breaking down the back when the real manager came <laughs> came and was like the fail. What is your problem? I listed all that, and I was like, I only make seven twenty five an hour. This is how I'm gonna treat people. Fuck this. I'll Wait, quit. Were you a delivery driver or were you like? I'm not even deliver. Oh, I'm you making the you making the pizzas, right? Swinging them shits. Yeah. What well, I mean? Okay. Okay. So. I feel like I have I have I know people that be like working in the kitchen and shit like that and it's just like it's it's heat and shit like that you know that's that's a that's a situation where it's just like you, 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 I can understand it yeah that's it's all just I'm a uh, yeah it's not when I first got hired I thought I was being hired on with a bunch of old heads we was gonna get it done they t- showed me all their tricks and tips and I was the first nigga on the clean house oh wait I'm sorry just to interject for yeah. two seconds that's not the wild shit. Okay. The this shit. is the precursor to yeah. the wild shit. Oh, okay. They yeah, ended up yeah. hiring more high schoolers, and the majority of the high schoolers did not go to Woodlawn, even though I was working at the one closest to Woodlawn. Okay. All my coworkers went to McKinley. I had one Baker and one Terry, and I'm the only Woodlawn nigga. So they're treating me like the Uncle Tom nigga that worked there, yeah. making my life hard for no reason. And it was this one specific dickhead. And he said some shit, because it was, if I remember specifically, he says, and I quote, it was one day he called me gay because I never had girls come to see me at the Aww. job. And I was like, nigga, I make $7.25 an hour. I stank. Why would I ever ask a girl to come here? <laughs> and he was like, well, Nate must be gay. He gets no bitches. And I was like, well, you can't call me gay because how much dick you had to suck to get your promotion. Mm-hmm. And he held that one in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he held that one Wait. in. <laughs> he beat me at my own game. Because oh. I said that shit to his face. He didn't do anything. I'm like, that's what I thought. And I put my two weeks in literally the next shift. So I quit. I had another job. Our washing machine breaks at our home. So we had to wash clothes at a laundromat, which happens to be at the fucking neighbor to the job I quit. <laughs> so this pussy ass nigga walk out and sees me putting laundry in the car and wants to have a fight. I'm like, bro, aren't you on the clock? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Now it's a month later. 
I don't understand, niggas. Like, how you say some flagrant? How you call somebody gay, and then whenever he snapped back on your ass, he just won't fight. Because like, I think, uh, cause I like, this nigga might be gay. But why and would I you? Why would you oh. wait though? And I was thinking, like, why would you wait this long, bro? I'm like, I have laundry that's not mine. You want to fucking fight? You try to catch you slipping? Yeah. And I was like, nigga, yeah. let me put these clothes down. Nigga, slime ball. So. He's probably gonna pack his shit out while you were looking at work. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> just damn. That's that's a little different. Like, so he was like, "Hey, put your shit down, let's scrap." And I was like, "Nigga, you realize you work here? You on camera? You want to fight where you like? You want to get your ass up on camera?" Yeah. Shit, where you eat, bro? So we moved our vehicles from the our work, well, his work parking lot. To it's now what the urgent care on Corsi. It used to be Rotolos or some bullshit. <laughs> and we get to scrapping literally in the parking lot. Wait, y'all niggas. Y'all niggas was like, wait. 18 years old. <laughs> Boxing in the parking lot over some shot. Niggas was like, wait, we gotta take this fight elsewhere. <laughs> and then when y'all got out and fought. <laughs> and then I saw a white woman stop to start calling the police. Oh. So man. I was like, I'm not finna go to jail. And this nigga, like, I was like, yo, I'm gonna catch you another time. And he tried to pull me out of my car while I was leaving. And I was like, bro, you trying? He's like, man, fuck the police. You really got me fucked up. I was like, well, I live down the street. So I bust it. This nigga's on my ass, like driving his. I'm riding the, the Cobalt you've seen. And he got the wild Silverado brand new. Mm. So if this nigga really wants to, he can just slam. Yeah. But I make it to my complex. And I was like, yo, I'm not finna get arrested for fighting. Mm. And this man tries to tag along into the complex. I was like, now nah, at this point you're bringing the bullshit that we had to my family's residence. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm glad you didn't have a have a gun back then. <laughs> and that's where I lost my mind. I didn't have a gun. But he found one. No, I went to bleep. <laughs> Two bleeps. I went to, I was so mad that this nigga really thought it was sweet to pull up to my parents' house and I went to go grab one of my parents' guns gun where it was at the time. Got caught in the process of doing all that. And they're like, what's going on? Why are you acting so strange? Why are you moving around so fast? Do the wild. Do the right thing, nigga. Do the wild. Nigga on the phone with me while he in. I'm finna kill this nigga, man. Yeah, I'm finna fucking shoot crazy. this nigga. He's like, bro, I'm about to catch a body tonight, dog. Are you down or what? Like, you gotta pat my back on this shit. I'm like, nigga, what the Get rid of this gun. He's like, nah, bro, I killed this nigga. Remember how we said it wasn't funny? Shit to my family. Like, I was like, oh. I mean, okay. it's fun. It's funny in reflection. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's all that matters. Okay, because yeah. whenever, really whenever, whenever y'all saying it's not funny, it's, it's just not. like it was like, oh. I think okay. that at, at, in the moment it was. Not. Well, I mean, I mean, but when you look at it, it's like. You were just hearing this story from 2016. If someone else that doesn't really knew, knew, know me like these guys yeah. here, she's like, yeah, I remember Nate somehow catching a bite and trying to catch a bite in 2016, you wouldn't believe that shit. Well, I mean, I would I would laugh at you regardless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that doesn't sound like him. That's yeah. Who made this up? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But no, okay. I was going to kill motherfucker. I don't say his name. Yeah. Look, bro. I hate him. Man, we got a lot of bleeping to cut. Yeah, like, <laughs> all that shit. Statue of limitations has been. Well, also, <laughs> no, because I didn't get to, I didn't get a hold of anything. You right? Say, and he didn't even fight this nigga. Like, yeah, no, I mean. yeah, and the fuck that part. Yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> but that was literally like what a month away or two weeks away from graduation. Oh, yeah, yeah this was like was a so life irrational. pivotal moment for him. That's like, why yeah. I was so irrational and fucked oh. up. Because if anything went a different way, I would have not crossed for a graduation. <laughs> To give you a different perspective on that story, I saw this shit happen while I was across the street at the Papa John's. Oh. <laughs> he worked at the Pizza Hut. I worked at the Papa John's across the street from each other, bro. And y'all niggas wasn't beefing or nothing? Like, no, we were actually cool. No, he walked in with his uh, uniform once and I was like, what's up, homie? Oh, that's crazy. And he got behind the counter and we took a picture. <laughs> 
Like we we did dickhead shit, just like yeah. Papa John's pizza that shit. But like it's a rat. Like I'm a person that let shit build, and yeah. that shit built. I was like, because you would he would do dickhead ass shit, and then I'm like, you gonna wait till I don't work here anymore to try me, and you don't understand when to take a break. Hey, look, they're about to call the police. And he had some shit happen where the police got called on him prior to had nothing to do with me. And mm. what he did deserved a charge. Mm. And this nigga got the same day. I don't know what type of power he has, but I know I'm not getting out the same day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, fuck you. Cause I don't know what you did last time to get out your shit, but it's not gonna work for me. Right. And you trying to like keep mm. it pushing, you trying to pull up some no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> The Next question. Like, right, let's stop talking about. All right, right. So, oh, <laughs> you got anything, guy? Jesus Christ! All right. Say what's on your mind. I just want to bring up the fact that that nigga called me while I was in New York, and his words were, "Do you know a nigga with a gun?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I got on his ass, but that that shit that shit wasn't funny at the time, but that shit's hilarious now. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That shit's so fucking funny. Nigga, what am I gonna do for you in New York? Give me an address. <laughs> I'll give him my pizza and check. It's flame, flame for this little nigga, man. And that's what I was thinking for the, like three weeks. He was, he was about to be the original Pop Smoke, bro, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I mean, I was irrationally angry. I was like, all right, fuck it. You ain't following me? Cool. When I find it, I'm going to your apartment. I know which floor you stay on. I don't yeah, care if I get he, your mama, nigga. He told me all of this on the phone. He's like, yeah. bro, either I'm going to catch that nigga lacking at work, and I'm going to pull up on his shift and just air that whole bitch out, or I'm going to yeah. pull up at his residence because I know where he stay. I was yeah. like, bro. Relax. Relax. I let shit build, and that's very bad. Yes, that is that is absolutely terrible. Yeah. The more we say it, the more embarrassed I'm thinking about. I'm like, damn, I said all this shit. Uh, yeah. Bro, no, man. Have you grown since then? Uh, he's yeah. he's growing. Nigga, he's, yeah, you good. He's growing right now. Yeah, that's like, that's what good. this is, that's what this is for. Because yeah. I'm gonna just say that I've from from what you just said from like I guess I guess this entire this entire discussion. I've learned that this is your podcast. <laughs> I've, I've been saying it. I've been saying it. But it's just like you if if you approach Saul with this idea, then then this is definitely your podcast. Because the way that you've been telling to me, it's just like it's kind of it was kind of a collaboration thing. Yeah. It was literally we happened to have the same, we had different niches that we liked in life like he was very into underground music and so was I but he had a tapping on the clothing line and the fashion yeah. I was more so a consumer he was a creator yeah and that's where the dynamic was two creators two, consum- two consumers well one consumer one creator okay and then we started finding what we cre- we created on our own and we made this okay so that's how it was I was like it was the consumer aspect and the creator's aspect and we're putting those together to create content right okay okay and uh, have you liked it so far? The podcast, uh, yeah, except for like the first nine episodes. We're not gonna talk about that. Uh, the first nine? I can, I'm gonna do a counter one day and just write down every time you say what I'm talking about and just give. Oh, like, <laughs> episode oh, three here. Yeah, episode seven here. I'm gonna be honest. Watching this episode, I thought you was talking about the quality. No, no, he thought you I meant thought the you ones talking in the apartment. About the ones that we didn't even put out under the broadcast. Like oh, we just yeah. recorded them shits and was like, this is. 
Terrible. We had, uh, we had yeah. there was a few, uh, I've, I've said this, off the mic, we had the Payday Podcast, yeah. the first, uh, and I, I think, yeah, you were actually I was there. On one. I was actually yeah. there, I was for the episode one, I, st- I found that file. Maybe like four or five months she ago. She needs to stay with us. Now, I'm going to master that and look and say, all of us here. This is not all the time. Y'all like, never get released. It was so cringy. It was very cringe. There were certain things that should not be repeated. And then me and Saul had a solo one. We called it the Snow Bros. And I never released that one, not because how corny the name was, because I disrespected a whole side of New Orleans. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Oh, Mike. <laughs> All right. The um, fuck is wrong with you? I be hurt and taking it out on the wrong things. Wait, you see how crazy we are still, right? So where niggas, do you think it had to start from? Y'all niggas ain't that crazy. This nigga's insane. <laughs> but, but I've always known. I've always known that. I, I guess. I guess I'm making content. But yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah not content. We knew each other at that time. I had recorded that shit. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, make, <laughs> it makes so much sense. The lines are now fucking. I met Chris working at EA in 2018. Fuck and, EA. Yeah, fuck, fuck EA. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We had some good times. Okay. But yeah, I've been no. violated yeah, more yeah, at EA yeah. than I've been helped. All right. He no, finally put it on what? Twitter. You know what? Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Pause. My bad. Not fuck EA. EA was dope. Fuck that bitch ass gremlin looking manager they had over everybody on the fucking what was it? Was NBA live team? Oh, live? No. Oh, that that motherfucker. That fuck dude. him. Wait, y'all talking <laughs> about he he used to wear glasses. What, yeah, uh, had like five piercings, long ass beard, greasiest shit. The with one his person mom. that should be playing fucking NBA live, to be honest. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to put a name. What? <laughs> Stop that. No, 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 no. Talk. I'm with it. With it. But yeah, because we all worked at. EA at one point before I met you. That was like my second contract when I met you working at EA. Mm-hmm. But me, Norm, and another friend of ours, we all worked at EA. And for my first year, I thought I saw you before. That makes yeah. so much sense. You okay. Because that nigga, that nigga had, had this. Yeah, man. That makes so much sense. Nigga pulled up with the shawl one day or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck you call that. The bitch. kimono? The kimono. Oh, I did? I, you, you had to have pulled up with the oh, kimono because I was like, who is this swagged out ass nigga yeah, in this bitch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I trained. When I first started at EA, me and uh, Sian were in the same training class. Oh, okay. That's how I met her. But literally... During the first three months of me, Norm, and another friend of ours working there, we had dude OD on heroin. Yeah. Yes, sir. We had another coworker get uh, harassed in the parking lot by uh, LSU PD. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And we had a chick get uh, sexually harassed and, like, uh, got to do fire behind it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I got had it. another time while I was like, yeah. Well, but that was... That, yeah. was, that was a while ago. That was, that, that, was, recently. that was strange, yeah. But we also had this dude who... <sighs> I talked about it on Twitter. I want to tell this story to y'all. It's, it's fucking foul, but it's funny. They was chalking it in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. Ducks. I was in the bathroom, like, playing on my phone, like, watching... Oh, like, wait, this Twitter. is the story. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. So, <laughs> one, if you don't know me, I'm a, uh, I would say, a class A... Clown? <laughs> I'm a clown. I would say I'm more class like class, like class B. I'm a class A time waster. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So I was wasting time in the bathroom because I'm like, hey, there's 30 minutes. We're not doing bullshit. And we have a break coming up. So I'm going to do this. Bath, I'm going to wait till this time. And wait the last 15 minutes sitting on the toilet. To maximize your maximize your time away from work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm doing that. I'm like, I'm still getting paid for this. Boom. So I'm in the stall just on my phone. And I get this sense, this presence. That something is moving. There's too much movement going around me, but nothing is shaking. Like, <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck 
doing? Because I'm in the handicap stall because I was a bigger dude at that point. So I'm not putting. I'm not. You're not that big, man. I, I was, oh, he was bigger. Bigger. But I, you ever realize how small the, the one in the middle is? It's very cramped. I'm like, I'm a broad shoulder dude. I'm not sitting in that shit. That's fair. Okay. And there was no people wheelchair bound at that time. So I was definitely using it. You like space. Yeah, you don't, you don't like being cramped. Don't. I figure, I figure. So I'm in there. So there's no one to my there's no one to my left. So I look to my right. I look down. And I see a shadow. Mm-hmm. And there's someone next to me in the bathroom beating his dick with no remorse in the stall and I see dick beating shadow on the fucking stall wall and ground and I freeze in terror because I also have my pants down to my ankles as to the fucking seat so I feel like it's low key like I'm being assaulted <laughs> you're just, like I'm you're being forced adjacent. to see some shit <laughs> I mean, on some shit, niggas getting fired for that shit. Fired for shit like near that, so I guess that kind of is. But you know what's really fucked up? Mm-hmm. I I was so heated. Yeah, you went and told Steph. No, I took a video of the shadow that also had his shoes in it, and I put it in the group chat. Like, if y'all see these fucking shoes, let me know. Some cutest nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I felt molested. Did you ever find? Did you ever figure out who? It I did? figured out who it was, and the fucked up part about it was he was the sibling to my deskmate. And it was his last day. That was his last day ever working at that job. And he got baked a cake that day. So this man had his cake and ate it in the bathroom too. Type shit, if you think about it. This man got baked a homemade cake on his last day of working there and beat his dick viciously in the bathroom like no one was going to see that shit. That's like... And then went to play on the arcade machines with his dick beaters. (laughs) That's a way to leave. That's, That's a real, real interesting way to leave. Yeah, like I, I said, I'm gonna tell people, fuck you. Like I'm fuck. You know what? You know what? Like, that, but that's like an average day at EA, actually. I'm so glad I never worked yeah. that. That was my first three months in, though. You trying yeah. to go run an application? Oh, that's, that's that's normal, fam. Whenever I first, whenever I first started working there, I remember. I think it was like a week later, or some shit like that. Nigga was just like, fuck this bitch. Smear doo doo all over the wall. Oh, what? Wait, you're telling me you worked at a gaming place with literal man children? Yes, yes, that's that's, wow. that's literally all it is, wow. nigga. Yeah. Nigga, see, this is this is why I got this like crazy ass perspective on life, and it's just like niggas don't really like age. Like age doesn't necessarily like determine what. what don't mean to know. Yeah. Not at all. No. These niggas be like 30, 40 years old, or up to up to like seventy years old. Actually, I know a nigga that was like that was like <laughs> he was like sixties, but like, going on seventy or some shit like that. Nah, nigga, nigga, up in EA and shit like that. Just like you. What are you doing? They had a dude, I swear to God, come to work for a week straight with a otaku pillow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a waifu shirt on. Oh. And it was the same shirt the whole week. And a nigga knew he wasn't washing his shit. Or ass? Because you see the same stain yeah. on it. Same stains. Same yeah. funk. Uh-huh. No, you know, it's really like this wasn't stank. She didn't stank. But I just thought about this. That's when we first worked at EA, there was a girl who cosplayed every fucking day to work. Yo, I remember. And the wild part about it was the one time I thought she was dressed regular. I look at it. It's cosplay still. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's finally dressed normal. And I'm like, wrong. Man, what the fuck are that Japanese too? Well, what's wrong with that? That's the yeah, world that like, we. That's, style. that's hey, the that's the world that we living in. Though. I couldn't I'm say my pants lie. at work, but she could be Zelda. Well, she I, spiced the whole like room up every time. It was great. I'm gonna be honest, because niggas was really yeah. waiting to be like, damn, let's see what she wearing today. It low key was yeah, kind of amazing. Shit. We was putting bets on it and everything. Like I bet she come in regular clothes today. Yeah. <laughs> and the one time, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna win. <laughs> nah, that's this anime. I'm like, fuck. Mm. 
that was like EA was a weird time. Yeah. I also was yeah. like, I worked four a four p.m. to one a.m. Okay. at age nineteen. Well, yeah. That was dumb as fuck. Well, I mean, I was I was there. I started working there. That was like my first like legit job. Like at eighteen, I went over there. So yeah, I understand. Were you in school at the time? Uh, I was doing the four to one college dropout at that point. Yeah, so I went to college. <laughs> I went to college. Fresh out of high school, but I didn't go to a legitimate college. I went to BRCC. The College of Champions, my nigga. That you is not, you're not, college. Hey, hey, you're not about to disrespect the yeah. BRCC, my I'm nigga. I'm disrespect the people I went with because it fucking sucked. Like, imagine this. You have these people that come to your school to help you out to get registered, not registered, to apply to college. Yeah. I was a shitty student. Uh-huh. I had a solid ACT score. I had a 24 in ACT, but I had like a 1.7 GPA. Yeah. God damn, the contrast. (laughs) (laughs) Very fucked up. So I had that type of score. They didn't know that they had what, for instance, they could have just said, you know, you could be on probation at Southern and go straight to uh, university. There was other schools that had programs that will let you go to school, like go to a university. And they're like, there's only one school that accepts you. So the only school I applied to in high school was BRCC. So I got auto accepted, went thinking there's going to be other high school fuck ups like me there. When there wasn't, yeah, it was parents who was raising their high school fuck ups. Yeah, niggas trying in to class with me. Niggas trying to niggas trying to get their shits together. Yeah, that's why BRCC is such a great environment. So you bet not because it's all yeah, like for from, Baton Rouge. From this, BRC- point, from this point on, you bet not nah, talk shit about that. BRCC. Because you know what I was mad about too. He wanted the college experience. That yeah. and I wanted. I mean, if I go to community college, I want this bitch to be like community. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but they was all business, and he yeah. was like, "Man, fuck this place." Right. So, like, literally, just imagine the niggas you was going to school with that was fuck ups too, but they did a little bit better than you. They had LSU going dumb. They had Southern going to phone parties, and I'm bumping elbows with forty five year olds who got to stop class certain days to go pick up their kids from high school. I'm not in like for some odd reason. None of the classes I took at BRCC did I take with college age students. Mm. Like they're all parents. So you was the youngest nigga in your shit. What be, what kind of what kind of classes were you taking, bro? Like math, <laughs> music appreciation, English one, <laughs> psychology. So, so it's crazy that your that your experience at BRCC is so like vastly different from mine because like I Same. went like. This I'm, man's life is a meme. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't even. I mean, I had like older people in my shit, but it was like I was. It was never a majority, so that sounds strange. There was one class, my music appreciation class, where I had a uh, a mother and son duo, where it was a mom and her son who's college age, both taking music appreciation together. Sick. And I would probably did you play with the mama? So. No, she helped me cheat though. <laughs> hey, Word. We all were like, we all was like, we're all gonna pass this class. Fucking right. Commu- that's why community college is the shit. Yeah. People help each other out there. Shit, yeah. yeah, but they help me. No, I, nah, there's no. Uh, yeah, let me not say that one. That's too early. Too soon. Too soon. All right, all right. But yeah, like, I'm still mad about how I almost failed high school. <laughs> oh, dude. Someone sent me a airdrop me the wrong answers to the test. <laughs> When I needed an A and all the niggas in the class knew I needed an A, they're like, we're going to help you get this A. Nigga, I got my grade back, so it was a fucking C. I'm like, who's dumbass? And you graduated, <laughs> Answers is this. You graduated with a 1.7, what, what what, my guy. There, there was a lot that added to that 1.7. Nigga, like, how? how? So my how? freshman year, I failed everything except for one class. Sophomore year, I passed everything. But they weren't really great grades. Junior year, I passed everything except for one class, F. Hard body F. Had hard we take the body. yeah hard body F. <laughs> then senior year, 
I'm passing everything and I'm thinking I'm failing one class. Come to find out this bitch is just holding out on my grade mm. to fuck with me mentally. So not like you fucking me mentally, but you're bringing my parents physically up here. Mm. So they're making my life hard when literally I should have a C in this class, but you're leaving at an F. Mm. My F did not change in the system until 5 p.m. the last day of school for seniors. I can what, only imagine. What course was that? Fucking history. Oh, that bitch. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. And the worst part about it was history's my favorite subject. Wait, what, was it the one that got fired? No, 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 it was the other. She was okay. It was a nice one. I like her, but still, yeah, she. I put it like to you. There was two history teachers my senior year, and I didn't take one of them. We had the racist, and we had the AK. You can guess which one. Oh was yeah. Which. That should have been a precursor for life. What? That's hilarious. Oh yeah. What yeah. type of woman like would you getting in when you deal with some woman of this stature? Yep. Bullshit. Yeah. No, that's true. Bullshit. So, college was bullshit. I ended up dropping out because bullshit. I try to go back. We had an online course. The online course teacher just dips on us. Doesn't show up at all. No responses. They just remove it from our. Uh, they just end up removing it for our um, your transcript. Yeah, they just like literally the teacher just stopped giving a fuck. We could not get in contact with him. Nigga just hit you with the uh the men in black bean. Basically. <laughs> like okay. he was like, this class don't exist. That's Gone. crazy. I give up. I'm fucking with somebody that goes to school and they're like, you should definitely go to school. You should definitely come to this school. We You should go to what school? You should definitely come to the school I'm currently the school I'm currently registered to. I want to go to Southeastern. I had more friends there. I wanted to get out of my parents' house, get into a dorm type shit. So I ended up getting convinced to go to the cops I go to now. I had no friends by her. Mm. It was bullshit. But that's what ha- that kind of got me back into college. So I finally, uh-huh. I went to school starting in 2016, dropped out, and I didn't start taking school seriously again until 2019. Mm. And it was because of this girl. Yeah. So I went back to BRCC because they wouldn't let me transfer over to the school I'm at now. They're like, we need you to have these two credits. Mm-hmm. I do that shit online, like a little fast, the fast tracking it. Mm-hmm. And I hurry up. I bring them back. The transfer I'm like, here's enough. They're like, this is the bare minimum, but welcome to school. Wait, was one of those the math class? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is okay. I'm starting to understand the time frame now. Yeah. What's the significance of this girl? Is this like your girlfriend? No, that, fuck no. Let's get into like the Mr. Bitches. Let's get into the Mr. Bitches. <laughs> oh, Lord. To, this, that part of it this is alter ego? Yeah. This is not Mr. Bitches. This is uh, Sipping Tim the Third. Oh. <laughs> so this was yeah. a female that you... I forgot about you the just, time. You were just trying to throw everything. You were just trying to give it up to it. I never realized uh, the. there's a few things you should learn when you're uh, an adult. And it's with everything. Uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yes. When you're not committed, mm. that's one thing. Just when you're not committed to something full out, whether it's relationships, work, homing, housing, anything, don't put, don't bet <coughs> all on the one thing. That's how you get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you lose it all. Yeah. Another thing is, no matter how hard you try to make some shit work your way, if it's not balanced, it's not gonna work. Mm. So okay, he's spitting that knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there was no there's a there's a joke about me about me being Mr. Bitches. There was no Mr. Bitches, nor did I refer to her as a bitch when I was like cool with her. Yeah, you're a respectful guy. I understand that. Yeah, Mr. Bitches didn't become a thing until I moved out of my parents' house and we weren't on good terms at all. Oh, okay. So yeah, basically I end up getting depressed. We have quarantine going on. This is very recent. So to avoid dealing with my feelings, I'm just fucking like there's no, like there's no tomorrow. 
Literally, Simpington had to die so Mr. Bitches could live. Okay. I ain't gonna put your business out there, pimp, but go ahead. Sim- <laughs> I was just Simpington. Yeah, reckless. But it's just, you gotta think that our friends told me I was fucking up. Like, hey, look, you shouldn't really be dealing with this person if they cause you this type of anguish, if they don't really benefit you. And the only thing I say beneficial she really did for me was convince me to go back to school. Yeah. But the thing was, I'm like, am I really a school nigga? I just happen to like my major. Yeah. And if it wasn't for going back to school, I would have never thought about going towards this major. Mm. So I'm going to finish school, but I'm like, damn, you convinced me to come to school to one, leech off me, and then leave me here when you graduate. So now I'm in school with no one really I know. And that's why I'm focusing on everything but school currently. Yeah. But I know that at one point in time, a nigga got to go back or a nigga got to drop out. So let me ask you this question. How, how mm. is this like a reoccurring? How many times has this like necessarily happened in your life where you're just like putting all your eggs in one basket whenever it comes to like a love relationship? Or four out of like a lot. I'll say four. Because usually once I hit a certain age, I started having, I do, I'm a dumbass with it. Yeah. I would have, I would like have one main ass pre- uh, like prospect that sound very misogynistic but there's like two other people and I was like I kind of fuck with them for this reason I kind of fuck with them for this reason Yeah. but they start losing time for that person you start not having enough time for that person and they're like damn it's not really going nowhere and by the time you go back you're like damn everybody's gone oh uh, okay okay so that was a some real life gone. shit yeah. I'm yeah. not I can't juggle for shit yeah okay so I'm like, okay, I'm like this person. I fuck with this person. I fuck with this person. But I'm not going to be an asshole and talk to all three of y'all at once. Respectful young man. And then I was like, damn, I really waste my time on such and such. Let me see this person still there. Oh, pregnant. Oh, <laughs> shit. shit. Uh, so why? Legit question. Do you really feel like it was a waste of time or did you actually gain anything from deciding to put your time where you put it? A lot of like we've had this conversation. Honestly, there's some shit I would much rather not learn the way I learned it. Ah, like every other nigga on the okay, line. No, 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 wait. Mm. Wait. Your lessons in life are specifically tailored to you, though, so that you can learn them. Because if it would have happened any other way, my nigga, well, they knowing outside. you for your entire life, I'm going to be honest with you, you probably wouldn't have fucking learned the shit. You ever think about it like that? Yeah, and honestly, honestly at there, there's certain points in my life where I was like, you know what? Some of this shit I'd much rather have been ignorant to. And just live my life That's without this shit happening. Because the thing is, you, when you go through, when you learn certain less, certain lessons, what? some of these lessons aren't very easy. Yeah, so they're not like two plus two is four. So yeah. niggas gotta go through like, hurt. I'm like, I'd much rather been ignorant to this process for the rest of my life than got hurt well, going yeah, through shit. Well, can we? Can I get a call back to that? Because that sounds very similar, akin to the line of "I don't want to disappoint people." Do you feel like you're a disappointment to yourself when shit like that happens? Uh, very much so. Because when you, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. When I I will sit and talk this Norman this nigga Norman ear off about exactly what I would do hindsightly. Yeah. Verbatim. Uh-huh. Sometimes we could hear from that here and there, but I'm like, damn, it was only you were only three steps away from doing this. Or you could just not did this. Yeah. But when you avoid certain situations, you're going to wind up in them some way or another. You just Yeah, I would you say be, you gotta scratch that itch, yeah. You're what is the word you say? Like you you're trying to avoid a problem, but mm-hmm. at one one day you're going to end up running into it. Mm-hmm. And the further you like, the longer you're trying to stop yourself from going through that shit, prolonging it. Yeah, prolonging it. Mm-hmm. The worse that it, like that worse that lesson it hurts yeah, going to be. That dragon oh, going to come up. Yeah. But they say the thing you focus on not happening is still putting energy towards it. She gonna happen anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
I would like much rather like learned Jay-Z said it best I went through that so you ain't had to do that mm. I really wish I listened about certain shit yeah. but did okay so when you say you really wish you had listened is that hindsight listening to how you see it now or listen as in you know you weren't you were actively choosing not to listen to that shit back then <laughs> two type to, of people I was, I was actively choosing not to listen because like, like oh. one of the things my dad would point out and he was he'll be impressed with this is I had a homie and he doesn't really talk much with his father and I would go at it with my dad for years, just arguing. Mm-hmm. But I literally soaked up all his knowledge and would tell other people the shit that my dad would tell me. Like, damn, that's real good. That's some real good uh, fucking, what is the word? Some pieces of knowledge. He's like, I wish my pops would talk like this. Yeah. And he told my dad that without me being there, like, I went, like, I was riding around with a homie. And he told my dad that. So he was like, so you've been fucking listening this entire time? <laughs> but you're just not putting it in place. Yeah. But you're going to say, he was like, you know what? I can't be mad. I'm mad that we have to get into it all the time. Mm-hmm. But at least I know that you're listening. Yeah, you got to go through hell to to ask for heaven. So, yeah. I was about to say, so it's not like you're a fighter then. Like, you really just like, I'm a fighter until just, I learn. But he just don't want to be a hard body nigga all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. You leaving a soft spot for these Mr. Bitches out yeah. here. First off, no. Like, this like, that's another thing. I was like, I don't like to be forced into certain situations where I have to run things because I always grew up with, uh, which is stupid now looking at it, because even though it's supposed to be a thing, a lot of people don't want that bullshit, which is I grew up in believing in equality, but also being chivalrous. Mm -hmm. They don't want that. It's like, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's really fucking dumb because, hey, look, I don't believe that your place is here. I believe that we're equal human beings in this shit. Yeah. So one of the things that wasn't normal back in the day is being open and being secure about yourself and talking about your feelings. Bitch, if I open up to you, just because I trust you. Yeah. Don't call me sensitive because I'm able to tell you this shit, yeah. nigga. If I wanted to be called sensitive, I would have hung with my niggas today. Yeah, talk that <laughs> shit, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I wanted to expect misogynistic yeah. bullshit, I would have hang with niggas with dicks, not yeah. you. <laughs> Go ahead. That was the thing I would do. Go ahead. I'm like, hey, look, I'm gonna hold this door open for you. Mm. I'm not going to try to fuck. I'm not going to disrespect you. And that's not because I believe that's what a good guy is. That's why I was raised to be. Yeah, it was habitual at that point. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. So I'm Still like, in so you a her bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to make Pop- that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so that was literally it. It was like my dad, like literally there were certain rules like that was the one time I didn't care about disappointing my father. Yeah. When I was a uh, freshman in college, my dad like ran it through like he was I was they taught me about sex very early. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, hey, like it was in the worst way possible though. Yeah. I'm kind of go get into it. <laughs> Tell me why I had to talk and then I stayed. I went to a, a overnight Bible study shit with Norm's parents and then they gave me the talk. And then Wait a my biological father sent me a letter because he was overseas oh, working and he's. Yeah, so I had to talk literally back to back to back three consecutive fucking years. So you got three? Fifth got grade, three. sixth grade, seventh grade. <laughs> Nigga wasn't even thinking about By fucking at all. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the most fucked up thing about one of the drastic things about Lake Charles and Baton Rouge was the radio. Because one of the commercials in the like on the radio was, do you know that Baton Rouge is the AIDS capital? Mm. Nigga knew what AIDS was. I didn't know how to get AIDS, but I was scared as <laughs> fuck. Then I find out how to get how you get AIDS. I'm like, stay away from my penis, please. <laughs> 
at all. Like, like, please. This nigga was scared as a bitch, bro. Hey, look, let me just share with you how scared he was, right? I would, <laughs> I forgot this shit even happened. There was this lady that came to talk about HIV AIDS, right? Who was, of course, suffering from HIV. Oh, no. But nobody knew until after the fact. She was like, hey, everybody. Thanks for letting me be here. You know, y'all look like a good group of kids. Would anybody like a hug? Went around, hugged a few kids. This nigga was like, man, I fucks with her. You know, like, it's cool. It's chill energy in here. <laughs> Hugged her. Me being me was like, I don't know you, no. Right. That's the right way to be. Yeah, especially, like, especially with the state, the current state of it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah. no, I don't know you. Don't touch me. <laughs> uh-huh. Walks back up to the stage and goes, see? Now, was that so scary? You just hugged a person with AIDS. Oh! And he was like, nigga. Oh, oh. I gotta burn the shirt. And I was like, bro, relax. I was like, you violated my trust. It was like, one, I understand how the transmissions work, but nigga, you could have just said, I have AIDS. Give me a hug. Awesome Don't shit. beat around the bush, yeah. bitch. Just say, hey, was that scary? Yeah, that's what like, if I didn't want to hug someone with AIDS today. Like, now nah, I did it. Like, I would have been like, if no one would hug me, I'm like, here's a hug because I know how this shit works. I'm like, no, you tricked me into this. It's like yeah. you putting vegetables in my fruit juice. Yeah, that, that shit is strange. That shit is very like, strange because it's not. I'm not gonna go out my way to hug somebody with HIV. Like, like, like that's that's weird. I don't know. But what you're very strange. The worst part about it is you probably dapped up a nigga. Nigga AIDS. Well, I, I know a nigga that got AIDS. Yeah. I was, it's not that it was a problem. Just like you could let me know that first. Yeah, yeah. I still would have made yeah. the same decision because I'm not an ass. Asshole. I was confident in what I thought at that time. It was just like you, you took, tricked me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was like, "You she, took advantage of my ignorance." She was trying to force you kids into accepting her. And I was, it was like, "I was going to accept you." I already seen a little documentary about the boy that got HIV from a transfusion, a blood transfusion, when he was like in elementary school. How they bullied him she, back yeah. in the seventies. I'm like, I've seen this shit. Yeah, know how like, this shit works. Every time movie day was on, they was definitely showing how niggas definitely getting AIDS and shit like that. I was thinking like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> So like that type shit and one of the like so I was very well aware of how like STDs all this like scary shit. Yeah. Then I had like a fat phase in high school so I wasn't getting no type of bitches. Mm -hmm. So when I finally get to where I'm like I'm dating Mm -hmm. my father was like I'm gonna run into you right quick because you're 18 now. Mm You better not not be fucking at her house if she lives with her parents and you can't fuck here. If you think you fucking here you better go find pay rent nigga. Like you're not like no that's out of here. (laughs) So, so where you supposed to fuck? So where the fuck are you supposed to fuck? The park. Um, and my dad was like, "You bus? better not disrespect her and fuck her in your car either." What? 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 And so, I was AKA, like, you better not be fucking, nigga. Yeah, he was like, be respectful. Either get your own place or go get a hotel. I was like, uh, I make seven twenty five okay. an hour. Well, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? He said hotel. He wasn't talking. You should have got hotel. Actually, actually, no. That's not. That's not a bad way to way to put that to your kid. I mean, because it's like if you don't, if you don't fuck her, you gonna fuck her. Be be responsible about that shit. You you gotta be, especially with seven twenty five. Yeah, you okay. The wild part about it was that was one of those things my father ingrained in me. But the thing was. I never knew what fucking was gonna be like. So I finally had that, like, you know, like that little switch in your head that changes when you finally get a pussy. It happened. So I said, fuck all them rules my father and my mother told me not to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, my dad was, my dad found out and he was like, so where were y'all? Like, her house. Wait, how did, how did, how did they find out? I stressed myself out. I stressed myself out and thinking I had an STD. Oh, oh, my fucking God. Wait, this was the stress yes. right Yes. Yeah. Yes, bro. Yes. So yeah, get into the bag. Let me let me let me let me hear this. So, wait wait wait. Yeah, I was like, oh. 
Go ahead. <laughs> just, At one point in time, yeah. I was messing with somebody, and I ended up I had bad anxiety. I was, I was smoking weed every night. <laughs> 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 let circle. me just let me just make myself anxious. Okay, continue. So continue. I was smoking weed every night to try to boost my tolerance. But at one point in time, we ended up breaking up, and all I did was boost my anxiety. At that point, yeah. the Venn diagram. Yeah. yeah. So I give myself the wild stress rash that happens to be just in the pubic hair region. Oh, no. So a nigga think he got crabs. And I ask one, people I know that caught STDs, people I know, like, I read the books about STDs, I'm asking everybody, like, it all sounds like crabs. But you was probably on the internet. How do you know if you got crabs? No, I called, I I better call Saul. Saul was like in a medical school type shit. And he's with all the homies, you read these books, like, yeah, nigga, sounds like crabs. Mm. Call the homegirl, I'm like, hey, Man, look, I'm be keep G with you. We had this conversation. I know about your life. So, what does this does this sound like? This STD? And she like definitely does sound like this STD. You need to get tested. So, I asked one other person, and he was my coworker at Radio Shack. He's like, man, I stink in Burton College, bro. He oh was like, no, that's your like. He's like, that's like your rite of passage. I was like, nah, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> and I called Norm. And I'm like, yo, tomorrow I want to get tested. I don't know what to do, but I got to call out from work. So I call out from work, Radio Shack. My parents happen to go to the Sally's next door to the Radio Shack, which is the one on court, uh, on uh, college. So they call me. They're like, hey, Nate, how's work? I was like, oh, that's pretty good. They're like, oh, for real? Bring your black ass home. So you're like fucking lying, nigga. Ooh, yeah. His dad, <laughs> verbatim, I remember this. Because. Um, called him a lying ass bitch. <laughs> on speakerphone. <laughs> you hot, boy. He mad. I'm stressed. Digging balls itching. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh. <laughs> so I had to go, like, go home, drive itchy and silence. <laughs> Tell my dad, because he flashed me, like, look, 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 look. I was fucking, I think I got burnt. <laughs> and his anger just stopped. And he was like, so why did you wait to tell us this? Like, why'd you wait to tell me now? You could just say, hey, look, I didn't go to work. I gotta handle some business and we'll talk about it when I get home. So they was mad at you because you I lied. Because you lied about going to work. Yeah, they were mad that I lied. Versus saying, like, yeah. So that was a hard one. I though. told my dad, like, hey, look, can we keep this between us? He was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear him t- like whispering it to my mom. Yeah. I'm upstairs, they're downstairs, and my mom yells. I know one thing. That motherfucker better bleach that toilet seat because his little brother's catch whatever his dirty ass got, I'm a kill. <laughs> Not even worried about you, just straight up if, the young ones. Yeah, they're like, no. Man, that's so fucked up. And I go to the doctor, get tested, find out it was just straight stress. <sighs> so I got another question for you, bro. Yeah, man. Uh let's 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 uh take it a little higher how how are you like spiritually as a person right now like where are you at as a person honestly what i would like to do is i do believe like i was raised christian in that belief but i would love to also expand other religions but i want to get into those that are more so black as uh, heaven (laughs) black as heaven yeah so like i want to see what the five percenters have to offer I want to see what the nation of Islam has to offer. Oh, that's like, what you, that's what you like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I was like, yeah, look, 
if I'm going to go Muslim, I'm going to go black Muslim. I want to see what this all has. Like, there's a reason they believe in these things, just like everyone else. But I want to hear the origin of this. Yeah. And I feel like I get better in my, like, my spirituality, my comfortableness, but also into my, like, my race. Okay. I feel, I'm pretty comfortable with being what, black, but I want to like be like, yes. Is, is that a yarmulke that they be wearing? I can see you no, in that. Well, I can see, I can see you in that. Okay, okay. Like, I ain't got no issues with eating or giving out bean pies. Would you um? Real would shit. you attend a Doctor Umar? If um, I don't have to pay, yeah, because I feel like I can't trust this man with my money. Oh yeah, you definitely can't trust it. Like that's about it, because all he wants is gifts, donations, donations. <laughs> gifts. More gifts. Yeah, nah. Like, I'm not gifting this man shit, but my presence. Yeah, my presence bad. is a present. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I but uh, I don't pray as much as I think I should be. Should be praying. Yeah. Uh, That's about it. Yeah. Like, I know what I believe in and how I would like to expand upon it. But the only thing is I'm just very terrible at prayer. Okay. That's about it. Okay. Um, well, I've been in church in a minute, but like, everybody. Well, let me say, everybody find everybody finds God at at one point in their life. So it's just like you know you. But I grew up like no, no, I grew up no, on a church no, campus. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Yo, yeah, but he's nah, saying something else. Yeah, he's just, a, he's just because just people. because you just because you grew up in a church does not mean that you have a connection to to God. That's something that you. That's everybody's. Everybody's like life is is their own shit. You yeah. could you could be you could be led to the water. That does not mean that you will drink from the water. You know I what I'm saying? Say the closest I felt spiritually might have been in 2018. Yeah, but then like you hear people's different beliefs of things. Like someone said this, and recently I'd never heard this shit because I constantly do this shit. Someone said this: if you see a dead person, you know in a dream not to talk to them. That's an evil spirit. Hmm. That was my first time hearing that. And you know what I do in my dreams when I see dead people I know? Talk to them. Talk to them motherfuckers all the time. <laughs> without a like, without a like, I've seen more evil shit happen. Niggas I know that are alive. Yeah. In my dreams versus me talking to someone that's passed away. Right. Which kind of blows my mind. They're like never they're like they're talking about like their grandparents will always say never talk to a dead relative or a dead friend in a dream because that's not who you think it is. They're not visiting you. That is an evil spirit working, manifesting off of your knowledge. That's wild. And that's, that's I don't an believe that take. bullshit. That's an interesting take. But that's I why I want to be a five percenter because this is bullshit. Some of this shit that they're trying to pawn off yeah. me don't make no fucking sense. I'm tired. Okay. okay. I'm like, that could be just your memory of the person. Right. Right. That's, at that's what, point, see, that's bro. what I was gonna say. It's just like, yeah, yeah. So once again, my whole point is, is just that you gotta work. You gotta figure out what works for you yeah. as a person. It don't matter what your people believe in. It don't matter what your best friends believe in. Whatever whatever works for you is what works for you, cuz. It was stemming off of that, I wanna ask you this question now, because you said that you suck at praying, bro. What do you think prayer is exactly? Having conversations with uh I would say like some people silently pray, they're like, hey, that's it. Yeah. I feel like you ain't hearing me a lot correctly. <laughs> I feel like you ain't hear me. And I also I don't like another thing is I feel like you know how, like, personally, when you have people that only come to you when they need some shit? Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't be praying often. Oh, I was like, I feel like guys will be like, you're like, hey, you only come to me when you okay. down on your ass, bro. Okay. Oh, oh, her, guess what? Do you know what prayer really is? What? Being real about what you want to ask and say about yourself. To yourself, nigga. And I say it like that because even if you are talking to someone or something else, if you can't re- be real about it like it is to yourself, they gonna know. 
Because <laughs> they made your ass or whatever, you know, they're guiding you, whatever it is, how you want to believe it, spirit, soul, whatever. But if you can't be real with yourself in conversation with yourself, that I can see how you feel like way about praying. Yeah, it's That's all it. Hey, man, I only come to you for like, hey, look, my tire flat. Hey, this girl I'm trying to get with, she does not believe me at all. Do you think that God would really, really turn his back on you? Like uh, he, he didn't turn his back even on the worst angel. Come on. Like, Honestly, I feel really like when it comes to certain things, when it comes to my life in general, for like the things I've experienced, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for certain, some of my beliefs, I would think a lot of the shit I went through was pointless and made no fucking sense and was wasting my time. Oh. But then one of like the beliefs I have growing up is if you believe in God, you know that every trial and tribulation you've gone through is just to test you to test your face to see how hard what bullshit you're willing to go through and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any like any of my breaking points to where I was like I'm ready to kill you, mm-hmm. it was never I'm ready to kill myself mm-hmm. because I'm like I made it this far or whatever is causing this you're in my way, mm-hmm. and you need to get the fuck. So basically, it, it sets you like with that mindset. To be able to to flourish yeah, like, instead of just crumble. I crumble, but I'm like, just give me a minute. I'm in my room. I'm here. I ain't really crumble. I'm like, I'm taking yeah, a break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you taking a breather then, huh? No, you yeah. you say kill yourself. That's yeah. crumbling, nigga. Like yeah. that, that right. Like just checking out, being over it. I'm yeah. like, I haven't been like I've had thoughts. But I'm like, you're not done, and whatever is causing you to think like this, nine times out of ten, every time it happens, it was involving someone else. I'm like. Get this motherfucker out of the paint before you kill yourself. Or just figure out what the real issue is. Uh, there we go. Okay, okay cool. cool. I was oh, like, figure out huh. what the real issue is. Because if you think it like that, usually it's irrational. Yeah, yeah. All right. So okay. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. Boom. I got, I got I want to throw this one out. Yeah. Uh, we talk about a lot of heavy shit, but this one applies right now while we're all here. Um, You said specifically, I remember earlier, you said something about being forced into a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. And with the stress and with everything going on and just your anxiety and all this shit, how do you feel about this still being called your podcast? It felt and really what, weird because I'm not used to team. I'm sorry. One more question with yeah. that. And what are you willing to do for your podcast? All right. So look, <laughs> real shit. I'm about to get into my brick bag. Yo, we're going to ride out on these niggas, man. Like real shit. Like this is the new, this is the new death row. I want you to know this. Okay. Okay. Who is Shug? Who is Shug? Who it is Shug? It's him. I'm sure Shug. Little Shug. Don't be right. fucked. Yeah, like booty goons on deck. I want you to know that. You got a podcast and you think you're running off? You look Shug? You look Shug. Shug Knight is like literally my same size as me. Maybe got 100 pounds on me, but is three feet taller. Yeah. That's all it is. It's like, I'm just a pocket version of Shug. Like, if he was like, it was Austin Powers, I'll be a miniature version. Splenda? He be shook and I be shamed. Oh, okay. I fuck oh, with that. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. But literally what I'm willing to do is I realized over time with different the reason I didn't want to like, hey, this is your podcast is because when I first came into the when it was a score was me, Norm, Hunter, and Saul, I always thought that, hey, we all have our one position where all like, hey, the way I looked at it, it was like this shit will fall apart without you. Yeah. But the longer we kept going, is realized we can all do this on our own. Yeah. But there's a reason we're all here. Yeah. So what I'm wanting to do, like I didn't like that. It was like it felt like such a team effort to say that hey, this is my podcast. It felt awkward. Like 
I wouldn't like if I'm trying to holler at a girl and say, hey, I got a podcast. I'm not going to say that because I feel like that's fighting off too much. What I was like, hey, I'm part of a, par- a podcast. You trying to you diminishing yourself. And that's bro. the thing I realized. I was yeah, like, nigga. So you see why I've been on your ass like, hey, so, like, hey, so hard look, lately? So this is I'm willing to step up and be a leader. Mm-hmm. The only thing that kind of like made me nervous is I've been avoiding those roles my entire life. Mm-hmm. You're not about to do that. Not, not and I was I'm like, hey, about. this is I started some shit. I can't avoid it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too late. It's, that's like an ass whooping. You, you throw the first punch and you're like, hey, I don't want to fight no more. Man, bro. <laughs> and also, that's why we your niggas. We got your back. Right. This, you see, we ain't left yet. We pulling you by your ass. Yeah. Even the one that did technically leave the podcast still be on your ass. He's like, hey man, when the next episode coming out? I was like, bro, we trying. Bro, I had to, I had to, I had to stick on your ass just to even get to this point right here. Cause I've been asking for a goddamn uh what is that, a business plan since 2018. He wanted me to write a business plan, all I did was download a template. See, now we're talking. See, like exactly. That, like that was that the wild part about it. He like this was before podcast was even formulated. I was like, Y'all want to do something. Yeah. So, it's shit like that. Okay. So, well, I feel like we can take this to the next level. It's going to become just business. Also, I got to work on one of the issues I have is knowing the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. It's either none of it all the way mm-hmm. with everything I fucking do and it sucks. Yeah. And I got to find a sweet spot of actually find. dealing with other people. Yeah, you got to balance mm-hmm. out your shit. So, that's what I'm trying to get but, to at this point. So, so on the closing note, I just want you to understand. I want you to. I want you to think about how it is that you're talking right now yes. versus how you have been talking in the past on the podcast. Right. You bet not go back to that goddamn closeted, quiet ass nigga. The way the way that you sat here and have just told me about your life, and I've learned so much about it. Niggas want to hear that shit. You. Oh shit. Well, every episode. Now we got our days, but every fucking episode, bro, it's your shit. Very much so, and I want y'all to tell all y'all we gonna keep this shit rolling. And this episode has been brought to you by Cypress Hemp. Please do, please do. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know what? Sign us off, homie. Yeah, sign us off. I guess there's more. There's more to me, but there's more to come. So. This was, I guess, the 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 what the, the life and times of Brick unfinished. Hey man, because the broadcast never over until it ends. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're right. The broadcast interview episode one, Brick the Martyr. Mm. We out, baby. One forty-five. Hell yeah, that's what's up. That was good shit, bro. Oh, that was really good.